Hello and welcome to the Dagressive Podcast, a podcast at the intersection of geek and countercultures. I'm Christophe Bruchonski, Belgian philosophical author, digital artist, and practitioner. Today, I'm going to talk about artificial intelligence and how its current developments assume we all think the same. There are alternatives, but be warned, there is a catch. When machine learning is applied to physical problems, such as to detect cancer tumors or navigate a car, there is little doubt that its success can be measured objectively. But what about applications in human thinking? I'm talking about natural language processing, or NLP in short. The capacity of computers to process and understand human languages. NLP allows machines to classify text by meaning and to understand language better than ever before. It is used in translation tools, search engines, and news feeds to curate information. As we have all seen in recent political elections, this capacity to analyze text and curate it based on users' behaviors is already influencing people's perception of reality. And even with the best intentions, how to tell if a machine understands thoughts or translates our thoughts correctly and is not influencing us to think a certain way? After all, even academics can't agree on translations of classical literature. Why would we then trust natural language processing technologies to help us navigate through all the subtleties of human thinking? As the philosopher and linguist Noam Chomsky points out, quote, Linguistic theory is mentalistic, since it is concerned with discovery of mental reality underlying actual behavior. End quote. AI and natural language processing are about more than language. They are about the human mind and how humanity thinks. Let's look a bit more closely at how NLP works. Natural language processing uses large amounts of text, for instance books, Wikipedia entries, or Facebook posts, to run statistical models. Algorithms are developed to analyze large corpora of text and determine how likely two words are to appear together. The more often two words appear together, the more they are assumed to have a similar meaning. This is called the distributional hypothesis, stating that words appearing in the same context share semantic meaning. The distributional hypothesis is well documented in academic literature, but I believe current NLP applications make another important assumption, which I have described in a paper published in 2017 in the AI and Society Journal. I call it the structuralist hypothesis, the assumption that we all share the same way of thinking, that a universal structure of the human mind exists. Take the following statement from a tech journalist. Facebook artificial intelligence understands you. We have all seen similar attention-grabbing headlines. They are echoing, in an oversimplifying way, the structuralist hypothesis. By learning a language that is creating a statistical model based on millions of texts, artificial intelligence could understand everyone using that language, because they would all share the same logic and representation of reality. This quest for a deeper meaning that would unite us all has been consistent throughout history. Encyclopedias and their belief of a rationality that could incorporate all human knowledge follow a similar approach. 
the geometry that we discover through NLP is more abstract than concept definitions, but it shares the same universalist ideal. The difference is that encyclopedias have traditionally been used in specific settings, such as education and academic studies. AI, on the other hand, is on the verge of being used in all our day-to-day -day activities. When searching online for information, when organizing our lives with the help of digital personal assistants, when chatting with our friends on social media platforms, and when making important decisions. If all these activities rely on some sort of hypothetical structure of the human mind, this would have tremendous implication on our lives and how we think. Not surprisingly, all tech giants are in the race to discover what could be an invariant structure of the human mind. They all invest massively in AI and statistical models that always come closer to grasp human thought. Now, current AI and NLP technologies are far from being able to capture all nuances of a language, let alone stand as universal. The problem is that even within the same language, words can have different meanings depending on the context. Semantic differences can be observed not only between languages, domains, and periods of history, but also between users of the same language. Words can have slightly different meanings because of our education, history, and other personal factors. There might not be any universal structure of the human mind after all. There might always be cultures, languages, and individuals to make connections between concepts that do not follow any identified structure. This is the antithesis of structuralism, what I call post-structuralism, the acknowledgement that there is no such thing as an invariant structure of the human mind, even if there is only one single human being thinking differently. In that case, the only solution for data scientists would be to build a unique mental model for each individual and to develop algorithms acknowledging that every communication is between people not necessarily sharing the same logic and representation of reality. It will mean not using corpora such as Wikipedia, but collect speech, text, and even private conversations of each individual in order to create a model of reality unique to each of us. On the positive side, post-structuralist natural language processing could analyze any piece of communication from the point of view of its authors, its recipients, and society as a whole. Most of us do not write our own encyclopedia. The prospect of a systematic way to model individual representations of reality would be brand new. It would allow for the scientific comparison of our internalized world representations and open up an entire new field in cultural studies. Researchers could analyze how precisely cultures emerge from individual perspectives, how their structures are conveyed, appropriated, and more or less faithfully reproduced in everyone's mind. On the flip side, data collection that would be necessary for post-structuralist AI would be extremely invasive and frightening. But this vision has become, whether we like it or not, realistic on social media platforms. Voice-based assistants could potentially record many more conversations, even a baby's first words, so that a model of what words mean on a personal level could be built for each of us. Personally, I would not want a post-structuralist AI to scrutinize every single word I use, especially if that information was not strictly private and entirely under my control. But 
I believe the post-structuralist hypothesis is far less dangerous for humankind than the structuralist one, because it is the only one allowing us to think freely. Post-structuralist AI is also far more interesting than structuralist AI, because it leaves open fundamental questions. If our thoughts do not share the same universal structure, how do we understand one another? Do we actually understand other people? Or is mutual understanding an illusion that might make sense statistically, but for which we will always find exceptions? Behind machine learning and artificial intelligence research lie very essential questions about what the human mind is and what it means for us to think freely. If we do not pay attention, machine learning applications might end up using a limited set of statistical models based on their cost-effectiveness, relying on a self-fulfilling structuralist assumption and imposing a false universal logic on us. What if these models perform well with most users, but not for everyone? Will the minority of users not fitting the mold be encouraged to write, speak, and think like everybody else? Human thought is in search of dialectical opportunities to escape from itself, said Gaston Bachelard. AI is interrogating our perception of reality, but can it and should it resolve our thinking? That's it for artificial intelligence. Check out the link in the description for my full paper published in the AI and Society Journal. If you've enjoyed these digressions, please like or subscribe, and feel free to share your thoughts on the structure of the human mind. Thank you, and see you soon!